This is the first session of our experimental Memento D20 fantasy setting. Let's see how this works. Um, for session one, we've got Ben here. And yeah, you've got a lot of different role-playing experience. Oh, very good. Yeah, some. Yeah, so this will work well. Um, and you were starting with the question of what does our character Leonard Shelby know? Yeah, and, what does Leonard know? Where is Leonard now? Well, just like in the movie Memento, Leonard doesn't know a lot, very repeatedly. Leonard frequently loses focus, and just... then all his short-term memory is flushed right out his brain and goes back to the last thing he remembers is seeing his wife being murdered. Ah, uh, um, classic. Okay, I haven't yeah. seen the movie Memento, and that seems like it might be a bit of a spoiler. In the movie? I mean... <laughs> nah, it comes up a lot. Say. I mean, the point is to have not, not, not to need to see the movie Memento. Um, um, is Leonard aware of this memory challenge? Yeah, that is the one weird twist about it, is that he, he remembers he has enterograde amnesia and generally tends to, uh, not always, but really often just kind of tell everyone around him about it. Okay. And yeah, so somehow that has stuck since he has gotten enterograde amnesia. And yeah, he, he wasn't a like specific badass before everything went wrong with his life. But he's he's a bit of one now. Interesting. Yeah. Like, not a huge one. But uh, he's been uh, trying to find find his wife's killer for a while now. How is long? Good... Nobody knows. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. He's mm -hmm. probably killed everybody who might have known the timeline. So Maybe. Bit of a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've got the character sheet. You've taken a look at it. Any any questions before we uh, dive in? And, uh, uh, I don't I've think got... so. Okay. Uh, so I've got one mechanical note here to put at the top. <clears throat> is in addition to all the regular stuff, uh, we're playing loose-ish D&D, because that's the rule system I think most people are going to be familiar with, is whenever you make a attack roll or skill check, or maybe also saving throw. Yeah, that does not succeed. You're going to roll a focus check, which is just like a death saving throw, except it's for your uh, just your current copy of self. Um, and you get three of those. So on the first check, you're going for a 10 up, then a 12 up, then a 14 up, as it gets okay. harder to hold on to all the memories you've accumulated. And uh, when you fail your third roll, that's the that's it for this incarnation of Leonard Shelby. And uh, we'll pass... Pass the game on to the next person. So whenever uh, Leonard fails a check, yeah, we make an additional. Um, sorry, what did you call it? Uh, focus check. Focus check. Yeah, uh, and also does... if you if you just spend like a long period of time idle. Okay, and does it um, increase with difficulty every single focus check, or just whenever you fail a, f a focus check, it gets whenever you fail, it gets harder. Okay. So yeah, so if you keep doing good, it's just a nice ten up until you start losing a grip. <laughs> Got it. And ones and twenties give you advantage or disadvantage appropriately on your next roll. Uh okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could be Leonard for quite a while or really just dunk it right up and fall out of his brain. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. I believe I am ready to learn about my surroundings. Okay. You awake with a start. Your heart is pounding. 
it takes you a moment to realize you're woken up by a uh, moderately firm knock on your door. Uh, you look around, you're in a room. It looks like a generic room in an inn. Uh, what do you do? Uh, okay, I'm moderately firm knock on the door. I'm going to jump out of bed, make sure I am decently dressed, put a knife in my back pocket. It says here I have knives. Do I have knives? I check yeah. for daggers. Yeah, yeah. Those are all laid out, like, really easy to see on your side table. Um, instead of, like, glasses or a glass of water or something, you've just got, like, knife, 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 hand crossbow, hand crossbow, and then just, like, a small satchel beside the bed. Perfect. Mm. All right. Okay. I, I put a knife in my back pocket and I go to the door. All right. I yeah. Crack it open. Sounds good. Um, as you're as you're just getting to the door, the the pounding again is like, "Oh, Leonard, Leonard." Uh, yeah. Who yeah. is it? It's me, Teddy. You know, I was gonna meet you up here later. I've got I've got a lead for you. Uh, good. Leonard keeps the hand on on the knife and and opens the door. Okay. Standing in front of you is a shortish, let's say four foot nine, pretty short fellow. Looks kind of weaselly, big mustache, banged up leather armor. He looks up at you. He's like, hey, uh, you want to forgot everything again? Of course. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Care to fill me in? What's the lead? Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking earlier and I've been helping you on the uh, down low, try and find the killer, the killer that you're looking for to kill. And I I figured out where he's at. He's working for the Fox. He's a drug runner. And I've set up a buy. Uh, Well, fake buy. He he thinks it's a buy. You can show up there. Do your thing. I'll show up a little bit later because he knows who I am. So uh, I got to show up a little bit later. And uh, bing, bang, boom. Everyone's happy. OOC. Do I? So I remember my wife getting killed. Yeah. Do I like have I did I see the person do the kill? Like, do I know the face of the person I'm looking for? Not specifically. Wow, that's a toughie. Yeah. All right, Teddy, this it's a real gem of a deal you got here. Are you are you sure that this is our guy? Teddy's distracted for a moment, just kind of staring at your chest. And then he breaks his eyes away and he looks up. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is your guy. Yeah, it's it's John T, right? Like that's that's who you need. Uh, maybe. I mean, that's what you told me. That's what it. Oh man, that's what it says right there. And he points, and you look down at yourself. You, yeah, you have a significant number of rough tattoos on your forearms, your biceps, your chest, your belly. The biggest one says, "Find him and kill him." That was clearly done by you, for you, just like diagonal across the torso. Um, <laughs> you've got a couple ones that have been like struck out or fully blacked out. A big one across the inside of your right bicep is uh, John G slash James G. And then an arrow. Can I shake your hand that says target? Ah, <laughs> uh, right. That's uh, the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's uh, hmm. You you wanna you wanna put a shirt on there, champ? That's uh, that's that's mighty unsettling. That's why I sleep with the buff. Yep. But you got some pants now, and that's great. I put a shirt on. Okay. As I do so, I I try and look over my tattoos to see if there's any other important or relevant sounding names or information. Sure. Give me an inspection roll. Investigation. That's the word. Investigation. Yeah. Ooh, plus three. 21. 21. That sounds pretty good. You've got lots of good general advice, like talk to people in person. 
remember your iconograph, consider the source, memory is treachery, but no other like names. It's not like you've got like 17 names tattooed down your ribs all struck off, like Ted Blampo, Stephen Womble. Now you you just got one one big John G. James G. I search my satchel for the iconograph. Sounds great. You find your iconograph and you find the one note you've left to yourself, which I've dropped in the Discord channel, and I'll let you describe. The note is a small torn piece of paper, and it is torn halfway off through a word. It says, Teddy is no, and it's kind of hard to tell where that sentence is going, which is like, I mean, short-sighted, it seems like. Yeah. Off right there. Yeah. So you've got an iconograph, which I think you recognize from Discworld, is a handy little demon in a box that makes you little paintings, very much like a Polaroid camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are are there any paintings present, or do do we just have the box? Nah, you just got the box. You don't have any paintings right now. All right. So, what time am I meeting this uh, John character? That'll be. and he looks outside. He's like, okay, yeah, it's it's coming up. I, I waited until it was afternoon. I figured you'd be sleeping. You just got to head over there now, and you should get there a little, mm, a bit before him. And uh, yeah, he's heading there mm, evening, a bit before sundown. I mean, we said sundown, but he'll probably be there a little early. We get the lay of the land. Maybe, uh, you know, have a, have a position of authority to have you walk into. So uh, you want to get there before him. Wait, this guy is not just like a drug runner? Like he's going to set up before I get there? Oh, no, but he probably just wants to have like a cool pose when you walk in, right? Like you don't want to just stumble in somewhere. You're meeting in a junkyard. Is he going to have any guys there? No, he shouldn't because this is uh, off the book stuff for him. I told him we'd beat the price the fox has for uh, half a shipment of what he's got. And so... uh, I think he's going to keep this on the down low. So anyone he brings with them could blab to the fox, and that will be bad. That will be bad for our John G. I mean, he's very entrepreneurial, but not particularly loyal. Right. Could you remind me who the fox is? Yeah. He's got a pretty cool moniker, so I feel like maybe I should know going into the meeting. Yeah, sure. The fox. No one knows his real name. He's the mobster boss around here controls all the gambling and smuggling and i would dearly love to be a thorn in his side i would not like him to know i am a thorn in his side do you understand leonard don't fuck this up leonard we have a deal unlikely that i would be able to incriminate you listen i am consistently impressed with your abilities leonard to do all manner of things that i did not think you could do uh, how long have we been uh, working on this together? Listen, I've been helping you. It's taken a while to find this guy. You didn't give me a lot to go on, Len. But I did it. I figured this out for you, and it's going to be a good promotion for me. See. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you said uh, you said I'm meeting in a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you directions relative to where you are. It's a little bit away. You don't know if it's cross town. You don't know how big town is. You got a map? You always have scraps of paper around. It sketches you a, a short map. It's got a left and a right and a straight and a straight and then a hop offense. Yeah, the junkyard's all closed. It's all locked up. It's not busy today. It's rarely busy. I mean, I made sure there's no other deals going down there today. Should be in the clear. 
All right. And what am I buying off this guy? I mean, you're there, uh, ostensibly, to buy quite a lot of arcane. All right. He's going to be looking for a fair amount of platinum. You don't have a fair amount of platinum, do you? I haven't seen any. All right, then. Probably stick to the plan. Meet him. Make sure he's who you think he is. Whack him. Wait for me to show up. I'll take care of the arcane. All right. That sounds like pretty straightforward. Uh, And I look back down at my um, bicep to remember the name of the guy that I'm trying to kill. John G or James G? John G. Okay. This is like the same person, right? Like no brothers situation. What? What are you asking? John and James, that's like an alias, not like a brothers. Oh, I mean, it's it's your messed up tattoo, Leonard. I'm just here to find the guy for you. You want to kill some brothers now? I'm just asking you if John has a brother named James. Nah. Are both criminals. I don't know whose brother is. I... You told me you were looking for a John G or a James G. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, well, I'll see you later. I gather my my various implements and head out. All right, you head over there. It is short to get there. It is easy. It's engaging. You uh, do not run the risk of losing focus on this short track. Very good. Out on my way, I'm going to write on the back of this little scrap of paper. Lovely. Backside of this scrap yeah and you've you've also got more papers uh, i want it to be on this paper though okay. yep and i'm just gonna write it in the uh discord uh chat here oh, lovely. Uh, how many times have i gotten teddy promoted question mark lovely just some musings okay so i head towards the junkyard scrapyard so i can get set up for a lovely ambush Okay. And crossbows. Is that accurate? Yeah, you got those. Yeah, it's a walled in, uh, shoddy walls, a tall compound. You hop a fence. That's easy. There's no guard dog. That's wonderful. It's just got piles of, you know, broken carts, wall segments that might be useful for something, pile of shitty timber. It's got a small shack sort of in one corner that looks like it might serve as almost a guard booth. For monitoring comings and goings, for staying warm, for uh, a manager that might want to yell at workers. Uh, I'm interested in reconnoitering the shack to make sure that nobody's here. Sounds good. Stealthily, I tread towards the shack. Sounds good. Give me some stealth. All right. We got an 11. Nice. Okay, so that's your stealth roll. People may or may not have seen you from that. That's pretty cool. But yeah, you approach the shack. There's no one in it. Okay. And it looks like a day you shack, not like a caretaker shack yeah it's got the, one window dirty any snacks in there you want to go in yeah yeah all right there's no obvious snacks in there it's got like a small stove in one corner to keep warm with it's got a crummy table it's got two chairs it's got a little like locker closet in one corner you want to look around more or yeah i want to i want to search the place for food mostly but also useful traps etc Things that would be useful for traps or looking for traps in the place? Things that would be useful for making traps. All right. Okay. Let's see you scrounge around investigation style. Uh, oof, only an eight. All right. Give me a focus roll. 20 uh, straight up. Seven. 
Okay, you have failed your first focus roll. It's um, gone poorly. It's gone poorly. There's not a lot in this room, and you kind of space out momentarily as you're just staring into an empty closet. It's got like one shitty jacket hanging in it, and it's just like huge and moth-eaten. Yeah, there's no obvious sign of, you know, nice pile of glue and nails or box of energy bars or anything. The shack sucks, but it's dark okay. in here. For eight, you can tell it's dark in here, and that's good for surprising people. Perfect. You be the trap you want to see in the world. Um, how how late in the day are we here? It's getting close to evening, but it's, it's not here yet. I'm going to start a fire in the... Like, is there fuel? A little bit. Okay, I'm going to start a fire in the stove yeah, uh, and check kind of whatever in there to... Yeah, to there's like a burn. small coal scuttle beside it. It's got just like a quarter thing of coal in it. So you can you can get it going so it won't be too cold. So I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to go hide elsewhere in the scrapyard. All right. Making myself the trap. Mm, very good. Let's just get a stealth roll to see how good you are at being stealthy, and then you can settle in. Oof, 11 again. <laughs> Not very good at hiding, huh? But, it's, not, uh, it's not my day for hiding. Yeah, yeah. And I guess we'll find out whether that's a fail or not when someone shows up. But in the meantime, you've got to hunker down and wait. So that is a focus roll, my friend. Because you uh, just kind of keep perfect. the memories in your head. We're going for 12 this time. How about a 10? That's not good. Okay, well, while I'm waiting for my nemesis to show up, uh, I'm going to write on a scrap of paper. Very good. Let's see. Kill... John slash James G, who you are meeting to buy arcane from at dusk. Sounds like a very useful note to have. Just in case, you know? Yeah. And I will just hold that in my hand while I wait. Okay, very good. Yeah, you wait, and after you know, not too long, someone unlocks the gate and walks through. He's dressed sharply, but like kind of a disreputable sharpness. And his jacket's got a dope popped collar, that sort of thing. It's got a couple rings on his fingers, but they look sort of like... Can't tell from this distance, but one of them's probably got a skull on it. He's carrying a sturdy-looking briefcase. All right. I wait to see where he goes and if anybody follows him in. Sounds like an important time for me to roll to see what he spots. Hey, he looks around, squints, sees the smoke, and nods and starts walking towards the shack, having closed the gate behind him and relocked it. What would you like to do? Well, this guy seems like my guy. I'm going to try and shoot him in the leg. All right. Give me a prize attack roll. That sounds like advantage. And then if you hit, you're going to apply all your sneak attack skills. First roll is a six, which is not great. We are looking for an 11. Okay, well, we got a 12 on the roll number two. That's awesome. Advantage is dope. It's very helpful. Let's see. Hand crossbows do, I think, a d6. Yeah, so you've got 1d6 plus two for your modifiers, and then plus 2d6 for your sneak attack. 12 damage. Oh, wow. Yeah, you get him right through the meat of his leg, and he goes down, and he's like, oh, fuck! Oh, oh, shit, man. Holding his leg. I'm going to run up and say, hey, are you John G? Like, yeah, you psycho. I What? Why'd uh, you shoot me, you idiot? I got a real important question to ask you. No, like, it's not time for questions. Fuck right off, man. And he reaches into his pocket. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're just going to wait to see what he pulls out of his pocket? 
Well, I mean, if I have time, I wouldn't, know. You want to do something before he pulls something out of his pocket? Yeah, I would like to threaten him with my second-hand crossbow. Ah, sure, yeah, that sounds like intimidation. I hold the second-hand crossbow uh, against the side of his knee. All right. Uh, you ought to think about what you're going to pull out of your pocket. This sounds like very compelling intimidation. Make a roll with advantage. Okay, we got 18 or 15. 18 intimidation. Okay, yeah, he's like, oh, don't kill me, man. And he slowly takes his po- hand out of his pocket with nothing, and he's like, all right. Uh, his other hand's just like clutching. He's like trying to stop the blood coming out. He's like, okay, um, like, don't kill me. You're making a huge mistake. This is... The foxes are Cain, right? Like, right. So you, you don't want to steal the, that. You work for the fox. Yeah. And you smuggle drugs. Yeah. And you are selling here, cutting the fox out of the out of the picture. It sounds like. Yeah, but he still thinks it's his right now. So if you steal it, he's gonna be mad. Right. It would be embarrassing for all of us to end up in that situation. I'm sure. Yeah. What do you do other than sell drugs? Oh, man. What do you want from me? A confession? Are you a priest, man? Do you ever kill people? Yeah. Duh. I mean, maybe you're you're just out here selling drugs. I don't know. That's why we're having a little tete-tete. What can you tell me about... Does that mean you're going to shoot my knee? I thought if things are expediently answered. Okay, man. What answers do you want me to say? What can you tell me about Teddy? I'll see what he knows about Teddy. Teddy? You mean that guard? The the dirty cop? What about Teddy? Yeah, what do you know about him? I mean, he gets paid by who? Everyone. Yeah, he's dirty, man. What's, Why are you what, shooting me? Shoot him. Well, well maybe he we'll get to that. What, what's Teddy want? Money. Teddy wants Teddy. He's He doesn't even stay bought. I don't know how he's staying alive. Nobody likes him. Uh, Out of character. Yeah. Uh, What's my, what's the wife's name? What do I know about my wife? Uh, you know all sorts of stuff about your wife. Let's see, you know her name was Leanne? Leanne. And like all the details of a happy marriage you would care to fill in. Alright, she wasn't like big into Arcane, for instance, though. Not that you know. Okay. People tend to explode if they get too big into Arcane, so uh, good tip off. Wait, what do I know about Arcane? That is a much more interesting question. Do you want to see what you know about Arcane? I guess so, yeah. All right, give me a knowledge mm, medicine on this one. Medicine. Yeah. What's medicine? medicine? Zero. Zero. All right, that's a failed roll. So that's, that's a very a, bad roll. You know focus. nothing about arcane, so let's make a focus roll. Four. Well, Four. All right, that's, that's a fun spot to end it. Thinking about um, arcane like an idiot. Should have killed this guy. <laughs> well, you left some notes, and that's great, because that's more than nothing. I, uh, you know, I left it off threatening this guy, having obviously shot him. I feel like that's fairly obvious. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a great spot to drop <laughs> someone else in. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Great. <laughs> Can't wait to hear where this ends up.